if anything has taught us recently, it's to be ready. But how do you get ready when you don't know what to get ready for? Right. So let's talk about this kind of this idea of being ready for the unexpected, maybe we should call it, or being ready for something interesting. Maybe ready, ready player one. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. All right. Join us today as we discuss being ready about being ready about being ready today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to Curiosity Continuum. We are a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends whose mission is to guide you through a changing world by helping you to level up your contextual awareness and sharpen your collaboration and problem solving skills. Our conversations explore, examine, and reframe practical topics that help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way. If you find these conversations helpful, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app and rate us and leave a review so others can join the community. And you can, as always, find us on curiositycontinuum.com and our other social media accounts. Thanks for tuning in and let's start the conversation. All right, All right, man. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Yeah. So let's talk ready, about set, what, what we're doing with this episode too. Cause so it's like, okay. if, if it sounds different to people, why we're doing it this way. Yeah. So what we're doing is Josh and I have a very uh, consistent format by which we will assemble episodes. Right. And what we're doing, especially now, um, in, as we're going forward, is like, we want to, live what we talk about. And so we're actually testing zoom for the first time. We've never had to use a zoom, uh, meeting of any kind to be able to do what we do, but we are now. And so I'm actually in my car on mobile, but not driving around. I'm just sitting in my car just to have some, like the, the, the solitude fortress going on here for audio <laughs> right. quality. Right. It's a little cold. So the car is running. What we're trying to do is say like, are we ready in case like one of us isn't by our computer and we want to record or, uh, you know, we want to have more guests on the show and they have a different setup. Are we ready actually to handle every scenario? Right. So, and we think it's important to be ready and to be expected, unexpected kind of thing. So I always think it's good to have two or three ways to record something or to do something that we really need to do and want to do. Because a lot of the like secret sauce of Brian and I doing this show is we have a scheduled meeting time. And if infrastructure like internet goes out or something happens where, you know, we can't do that, how do we do it still? Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's not conducive to either of our lives. And I'm sure you guys at home could, or wherever you're listening, can uh, relate to this, to like reschedule things over and over. You know, we have, we lead, we both lead busy lives. So like everybody. And so I think it's important to figure out ways to get stuff done. Yeah. I think for part of our, um, our what we always promise to you listeners is that we're publishing consistently. And I think especially after... The events recently people needed some consistency in their lives right and so um it's like what we wanted to really do is kind of have that consistent publishing thing and now as we kind of enter a, a new phase people still need that but what we're trying to do is say like how can we continue to do that even if maybe the delivery mechanisms were were different right and Josh, i think i'm getting an incoming phone call are you hearing that on your end no okay that's good it's coming twice now and i've been ignoring it i'm like what in the world you have I think it's one of those. It? I don't think so. It's from Austin, Texas. I don't oh, know. Yeah, know yeah, you're good then. From Austin, <laughs> Texas. You know, 
<clears throat> unless it's no, somebody. I, I don't hear it. I'm yeah. not hearing it at all because I have it set on. Um, I told you I have it set on high to cancel background. Yeah. So honestly, okay. I'm I'm only hearing your voice right now. Oh, good. Okay. Sweet. There we go. All right. Coming back into the conversation. Yeah, we'll um, probably edit that part out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I think one time Josh and I, or many, a couple other times in the podcast, we always say, you know, plan the work or work the plan. Right. And it's true. But very quickly, if you talk to anybody who's been in the military, anybody who's been like on the ground doing things, nothing ever goes according to plan perfectly. And if it does, it's like everybody says, wow, how did that work? You know, um, yeah. the readiness you want, like people who are defending the country, you want people who are in the field being able to work on things where things don't go right. How do you prepare for that? And that's a weird question because like, well, how do you be ready to be ready? And that's really where like, yeah, you have to back it up and you're not going to get it 100 percent. You can get it close enough. And then you have to understand, like, OK, this is where I make compromises to say, like, I'd be more ready for this if this happened because i'm presuming xyz again it goes to the contextual awareness of like who you are or if you're caught in a situation with people that are skilled differently than you like how can you actually make something work and so the first thing i think josh do you want to talk about just even assessing a broad situation and not having the instruction manual it's a blank page <laughs> so talk about like when, when you've done that you've said like, okay i don't I have no idea and you figure right. something out right so Honestly, it is. It always starts with what we've talked about is uh, contextual awareness of the situation, knowing what we actually need and then knowing what we want, because you have to know where you're going to get there, obviously. So I always like to think about what do I want the end result to be? Um, for this example, we'll use we'll use the recording of this episode. We're using the, We want an end result where we have something we can record and edit and produce and put up as content. So how did we get there? And so we have, we always have our one mechanism of recording. This is like what happens if that mechanism doesn't work. So I figure out different ways to do it. And I think we've figured out probably like three solid ways to record the show. And this is being the newest one because it's obviously, it's honestly the most full featured one we use. And it's the most complicated, even though the resulting quality may not be the audio quality may not be as, as exact as like we would like it but it is serviceable enough so i think that's what you have to come you're going to make compromises on something um to do something different and it might be a good compromise and it might end up being good in the long run because you know for example like with this we could bring new people on and off and we can actually have more guests which is what we want to do um, and Brian and I both talk about that often, especially off air. We talk about let's bring more people from our community on and more people that we know. And so this is a yeah. way we're going to be able to do that a way easier, I think. And, you know, there's other podcasters that have done this and this is kind of their their flow. But, you know, for us, our flow initially, uh, remember how this thing started. It was just two friends talking. And right. as we kind of and we've brought in ideas from other friends that we've presented, even though we haven't said now here's so-and-so to talk about something. Everything that Josh and I will discuss is something that we've absorbed from other parts of our life and we'll bring it into kind of the continuum to talk about. So 
Josh, when you say compromises, I think of a company, let's say like, um, we'll take, take Amazon, for example. Sure. Amazon is like, man, like, this is our brand promise. This is what we do. Like, you're a customer. We want to love on you. We make want you, ha- you to just, make, you, make you happy. Yeah. Make you happy. Yep. And you're going to buy a product and it's going to arrive on your doorstep in two days. I mean, that's kind of their, right. you know, from, the, from that portion of Amazon. There's so many different tendrils of Amazon in many different things. But for the one that people most understand, that's the one. Like, I go online, I shop for something, and it happens. Well, we saw how things compress when the, the world economy's locked down. We've seen it where different things happen. And so, like, how did this happen? Like, you couldn't get some things in, in two days or less. But what Amazon did is they reprioritized what people got sooner rather than later. And right. so people still felt that like, man, Amazon's doing a really good job because they're prioritizing the necessities. They went through the same process of going like, what do people need and what do they want? You know, like people right. need, if it's, it's a, like, uh, go ahead, Josh. No, it, it, it is a balancing act to give people what they need, maybe even if they don't know it. And that that's the key here is like doing what you need to do to get the end result even if it means a compromise of some kind and maybe it might not be the compromise you were expecting but it's the one you need to do and it's something where i think people if they see effort that's a great thing like it i'll tell you what josh there's there's companies i will go back to because not because they did everything perfect but they made it right it's like they're they like we screwed this up and we own it and we're gonna make it right it's like okay like perfect and this is they say this is how we're going to make it right i'm like and i think that i think that really talks to to like the forgiving nature of people if you're just honest with people in a, in many respects of life instead of trying to cover stuff up or hide things i think that people are notice that and say look you know everyone's human we all make mistakes we all can do better at things uh, to acknowledge that the humility of that is important and I yeah. think people really do respect that from you, you know? So let's let's talk about the being ready portion of it. It's going to be sure. uh, kind of like assessing everything, right? Yeah. And then you're going to also um, not make good the enemy of perfect. Like this will not go necessarily according to your plan. And are you are you humble enough to be able to say, hey, like here's what's really going on or this is where we missed it. Are you willing to own where something didn't go quite right? And then are you willing to correct it? It's the effort portion. Josh, I've seen it like I'm training my children in this way. <laughs> and they put effort in a lot of good things. But there are some gaping holes where they don't put in the effort that I would want them to right. necessarily. It's and, just good enough, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or minimally good enough. And right. I'm like, look, show up and try. Yeah, and be if you present. try, yeah. be present and, and do it. Yeah. I said, if I see a try, I'm not going to penalize you ever. If I actually see like a genuine effort. Right. And that's where, too, I'll take a genuine effort person to say, like, this person's teachable. This person is, you know, they, they want to learn. They want to do better. Like, that's an honest effort. And those things together really help you be ready for something. It More than just understanding the answer you need to give, it's how you need to behave in a situation. Right. So you want to wrap this back around to the idea of being ready in unexpected ways? Yes. And Josh and I practice this in our own life. It's a, it's a variety of experiences. Right. Um, even in like certain disciplines. So I have a friend who's a plumber, longtime plumber in Franklin. And uh, his dad actually was uh, plumbing license number one, what I found out. Wow. And then when his dad retired, 
that license passed to him. I mean, like lumber, like, like literally license number one. I mean, like right. that's as first in line as you get, you know, and, uh, this, uh, Greg Woodard is, is my friend and he's, uh, Franklin, uh, heating and plumbing and he plumbing and heating. He's Greg Woodard. <laughs> Basically, um, he, it, has had a bigger size business as he's gotten older it's scaled back a little bit but the thing that's been a hallmark for him is that his dad put him in the the crappy situations i mean no pun intended i guess if you're talking about a plumber sometimes those jokes do come your way (laughs) but um his dad made him do everything from the very grunt work all the way up to the top and so he understood everything worked and you didn't find yourself skilled like Greg is, unless he was put in the situations where if you hired somebody and they were trying to pass something off, you couldn't get past him. Right. You know, it's like he understood. And it wasn't like he necessarily looked at the particular situation exactly, but he said, I've seen something like this before and this is how it behaves based on his training, right? Based on his field experience, then based on the, the dynamics of people, it's like he can read a situation pretty quickly. You know, he kind of knows how to go back and like, why does this always happen in this particular house? And uh, in my particular house that I'm living in, he told me why certain things happened with the septic tank. It's because the house initially was supposed to have been set 40 feet further back and they never adjusted where the septic tank was. So, and it's like, well, that would affect some things. He's like, yes, it would. And that kind of, you know, going back to the foundational reason as to why it's practiced in his everyday life again and again and again. And when you start to do that, no matter what you apply it to, those thinking skills, the education that you're getting from that, when I say education, not just going to a college or going to a high school, the education of learning in the real world will serve you in every situation in the real world, regardless of what it is. Right. And that that's important to remember that too. And that will help you to be ready for unexpected things and for things that you need to pivot for and you need to do things. So remember always drawing your own experiences always know your contextual awareness of your situation. And I think that would be a great way to be ready to be ready. Yes, indeed. And understand <laughs> you're never going to expect when to be ready. Always. You know, right. you're training for a marathon. That's one life happens and you're not prepared for those things, but you have to be ready to engage in that situation. Uh, Josh, can I just take a, a personal moment here? So recently, yeah. Uh, one of our faithful listeners who was also my stepdad uh, passed away and it was a sudden one just because it it came because of COVID. And that was a situation where that went very quickly and you had to move in quickly into a situation where my mom would also been sick and is recovering. And then all the different things that go along with that. Those are situations that you find yourself in that you're not ready for, or you're prepared. You're not prepared for, that particular thing to happen that way but you have to be ready to engage in that and we worked it through you know and everything you know has been landed well enough in this season and now with mom she's entering a new season of her life and i wasn't ready for that she wasn't ready for that but we're ready to face it together and i think that part of it is having that wherewithal to go okay we're gonna move forward and we're gonna figure this out as we go and there's a commitment that happens to working through the tough that will always carry you through and apply it again and again and again for life situations. Yeah. And I think this is probably a great place to put a comma, huh, Brian? Let's do it. 
thanks folks for listening today until next time this is brian and this is josh for curiosity continuum